Yeah, Ryan Hartley here from his bit yesterday. I'd love to share with you something that we are journeying with and we're learning in uh, Team Hartley household at the moment. My son, uh, Corey, he's nine this week and he is he's very, very clever. He's very intellectual. He loves learning um, and he's very enthusiastic for sharing his learning too. And we had a parents evening recently and they said that if he was to ever improve one thing, that was to not call out in class the answers, not to be so excited and enthusiastic to share um, his learning because that prevents other kids from learning themselves. And 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 then that, some of that's happening in the home. He wants to be useful. He wants to be helpful. We're, we're trying to help my daughter, who's a couple of years younger than him, learn and and uh, develop this sense of critical thinking and, and coming to her own understanding herself. Whereas Corey thinks that he, if he gives her the answer that he's helping. And, and the thing I kind of said to him, and I think this is really relevant for, for leaders and managers as well, is that simply telling people is not learning. This is what I said to Corey, you know, telling Brooke the answer is not learning. It's just simply remembering <laughs> Because she doesn't have the critical thinking, the experience, the problem solving um, to go with and the building blocks as to why that answer is the way it is. So if it's a maths problem, it's not really about the answer. It's about how did you get to the answer? What were the fundamentals and the principles that you were able to learn, use and then apply? That's the real learning. It's not about the outcome. It's not about the answer. And the same is true of, of work and, and processes and how to do things right and how to think for ourselves and how to problem solve and how to have the initiative. The majority of our work these days is service oriented. It's not as it used to be, you know, maybe 50 to 100 years ago where it was on manufacturing lines, where it is on in factories, um, because we're not in those industries predominantly anymore where we would go and we would produce the same thing over and over and over and over again repetitively where accuracy and high standards were, were key. The majority of our work consists of um, communicating with other human beings, providing services. Um, and there's only so much process we can wrap around that. So what we need to be able to teach as leaders is not intellectual stuff, but we need to teach and help them have the experiences to help them be able to learn how to think and act critically. What values and principles do we expect people to adopt, learn and, and apply? Because as human beings, as Colby wrote about in the 1960s, human beings learn experientially. We might have learning preference styles, which might be visual, it might be auditory, you know, uh, which is listening, it might be kinesthetic, which is by doing and moving. But ultimately, human beings learn through experience. We don't touch that hot fire. Why? Because we had that experience that said, ouch, pain, don't do that again. So we've got to afford the same opportunity to our people, whether it be our family, whether it be our colleagues, whether it be our teams. The real value in learning is in the doing, it's in the applying. 
So next time you think you're helping your team by telling them the answers, you're actually holding back their opportunity to truly learn and truly experience. And that is what we're trying to do as leaders. Not to create followers who can't think for themselves, but quite the opposite. How to create empowered people who can think critically and solve problems. Hope this helps in some way. Keep leading, my friends. Always love.